1: And welcome to Rural Roos Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Raj Baines, and joining me as ever is Sebastian Stafferblot. How are you, my friend? I am
0: radiant, Raj. Thanks Excellent. for
1: asking. Excellent. Um, people might have been unfortunate enough last week to have sat and watched us. I can't remember how many people actually watched, because I was too you know busy actually playing you but we decided to i'll say we i decided to stream our fifa games against each other because um fifa 16 dropped through me letterbox um and first thing i did was text you because i knew you had it already as well and i said oh do you want a game managed to get you signed up to the internet thing and everything and connected (laughs) up um
0: so that was Sign, signed up to the internet. It makes it sound like I, I didn't understand broadband. That's, that's <laughs> you didn't like understand the it.
1: PlayStation Network until I said. No, I didn't know
0: that. But then, but then that's okay. I'd only had the PlayStation for four days. Yeah, so so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that how to. I didn't know what I was looking for. But wait, no. In, in my defense, once I once I was directed to the right place. Once I
1: literally gave you the URL link that you had to put your credit card <laughs> details into. Um yeah, so we did that and I had a I've had this Twitch account that I've never really used because I just signed up for it, I think, when I first got my PlayStation and I thought, oh this will be a good idea for, you know, at some point. And never really got around to it because I'm I'm not narcissistic enough that people that I think people want to sit and watch me alone play games. Um so I did it when was two and I tweeted it from the RTR because I thought people might want, you know, just to watch it. I think if we find a way of being able to to stream our voices you because know, their controllers come with those headphones, don't they? So if we do that next time, I think people might be more interested. Um, but we played each other, um, and it didn't go well for me because it's a new FIFA. Yeah, it
0: felt a little bit self-serving the decision to stream. I thought maybe no, you were you were setting me up to to be humiliated in front of our Twitter following.
1: No, it's it, it wasn't that because I knew it was a new FIFA, and I thought. <sighs> you Know the best way to learn it was to play against somebody else, and you'd spent a bit more time on it than I had. And you I had had an hour and yeah, you weren't used to the other one, so I was because the match engine changes so drastically between. Um, they, the games were quite interesting because I seemed to go into a two goal for at least the first three games, I went yeah. into a very early two goal lead in all of them, and then slowly you would claw me back and win 3 2. Yep, no, I um No, we had
0: um, we had Spurs Huddersfield. yeah, because
1: I at first because. You actually said to me before we started, you said, I'm I'm really bad at it. Well, I, I played,
0: um, I'd have a um, little game online and I, I came across some, I don't know, some teenager who knew all his skill buttons and like, it just absolutely hammered me with Real Madrid. And I thought, okay, it's not going to go well.
1: Yeah, well, um, so you you had in mind that I would be of that, you know, Level, oh, I Uh, thought you.
0: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't suspect that you'd be a kind of a button hammering like 12 year old level. People
1: actually sent me abuse for the way I was playing, did they? Yeah, they said I was passing the ball too much,
0: but that's the only way, but that's that's the only way I can play because it's I don't know all of the buttons. I just, I mean, there there was a moment actually when I managed to score against you by pressing the wrong button, yeah, yeah,
1: that was that was annoying. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you, you. I don't think I managed to beat you once. You, there was oh. one hammering you gave me. I think Was yeah, that the Milan the derby? Milan
0: derby ended 5-1.
1: Yeah, that did not... I, I think I was AC Milan and they, oh, they've got absolutely. a non-existent midfield. Yeah. Um, um, that was
0: yeah. not great. And um, roamed through the middle of it.
1: Yeah. We'll, um, we'll do it again another time and we'll work out, as I say, try and get our voices on it and see if anyone's interested because we don't really do it for anyone but just playing with, you know, between it's the It's quite side. fun though.
0: I mean, I, 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 I sort of i remember I, I we were talking off air a little bit I just i don't I, w- I don't want to be one of those guys I, I want to be able to just sort of turn it on and play a little bit for half an hour and have fun rather than you know have a huge learning curve where i have to learn how to you know do you remember the old street fighter 2 game yeah um, super nintendo and that kind of i i hated i mean i, I grew very good at it because when you when when you're eight or nine you have this else to do but um I hated the sort of the oh I'll press this button and then that one and that one and that one and the joy of football games to me was always that they were far more simple. You had, you know, in sensible soccer days, you had one button for everything really, and it was just it was it was kind of about your imagination. So you pass the ball around, you run a little bit, and you shoot, and you head. But I, I didn't. I don't like the sort of this is. If I've got a grievance against FIFA, it's that it it kind of I don't know. It, it it's full of these little tricks and. You know, it's all fun in real life and you see Ronaldo do it or messy skin someone with a you know um with a roulette or something but it's just it's I don't know irritates me
1: yeah i I don't tend to do any of that I, we, we just sort of went at each other as much as possible but I yeah, just had a uh, bit of a crack at it yeah I, it's I fun couldn't at some stages, just get the ball off of you. Defending, I found really hard, especially in my own box. I gave away a penalty every game. You did give away
0: a lot of penalties. You were were quite reckless in your own box.
1: I don't think I was reckless. I just wasn't used to how the new defending worked because there's that new... And you, they get really tight to each other now and every time that I got a defender tight on one of your players, he stacked it
0: Well, I, what I'll say is I, I mean, I can't, I'm can't. i not really in a position to compare it with other versions but it seemed as if right, you can't really tackle in the area because everything was being given as a penalty even to the point where there was one where I felt so bad about it, I deliberately banged it over the top just because I, I felt like I was cheating you.
1: Yeah, I told you not to do that. But... Yeah, but I got
0: that after I sent it because we were we were. We were Text messaging through it, and I said, "I'm, oh, I'm gonna smack it," and then you, and uh, I did it, and then I got your message.
1: Yeah, so I told I asked you not to because I felt yeah. bad because I complained about it because I I texted you like after the last first tour and I went, "What is all with all these penalties?" Yeah, you weren't happy with it, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then yeah,
1: but it's just getting used to it. Soon after I get a bit of time and I get to play on it a little bit more, I'm sure I'll I'll give you a bit of time of it. Well, I, this I, is the I, thing because yeah. I was
0: talking to Jack about this, and I said, "Oh, you know, I gave gave Roger battering at FIFA." And, uh, and ever since I, mean, I haven't wanted to play since so I was I was I thought um I was suspicious uh, that you might be kind of secretly practicing for eight I hours a night
1: I haven't no I haven't played it again I've waiting, played it. To,
0: waiting to destroy my self-esteem
1: yeah yeah when I beat you 20 nil next time yeah. no,
0: I don't think but that's Jack true. and I did also say maybe time for me to retire from FIFA <laughs> Just stop now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like one of those boxing stories where at the start of it, the you know you've beaten me, but I've gone yeah. and I've trained and I come back and I end your career.
0: So I'm Clubber Lang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Essentially. Right. So you've you've gone in and you're you know I, I've killed your your coach and your mentor, <laughs> and now you're gonna hmm. yeah all right.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I've I've been playing a lot of rugby league live as well, so I've just I just need to concentrate on on getting onto FIFA so that we can play more often. And we'll do. We'll, we we discussed earlier the possibility of recording a podcast while we played FIFA, but um,
0: I can't multitask.
1: Yeah, you you said you couldn't multitask
0: too much. I mean, mate, to be honest with you, like, after a game of FIFA, I'm actually sweating. So <laughs> I'm not even joking. And, and I. Um, yeah, I I, I think I'm, I'm suffering from a little bit of a back injury at the moment. I suspect actually that you know because I, although I played it quite cool over the phone, I was very happy with my performance against you. It meant a lot. I just felt it was like a victory for my generation. And, um,
1: and there's only uh, like eight years between, as you do know that.
0: Yeah, but you repeatedly stress how 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 wide a gap that eight years is. And
1: that's because every time that I sort of don't do a joke, you do something to remind me of your ineptitude.
0: Yeah, I'm so sensitive, <laughs> frail, and vulnerable. And I thought, and so maybe maybe I don't know, maybe while we'll, we'll celebrating my, my fourth goal against you. In the Milan Derby, I might have strained something, but I, I don't know. <laughs> but I definitely can't pod while I'm doing that because I, I, you know, I, I struggle doing one thing at a time anyway. So
1: yeah, well, um, if we if we talk about struggling, uh, we yeah. played Arsenal in the cup, and I think this the opening just our way of avoiding speaking about this game. Um, there's been a lot of talk. Um, I've seen a few. I uh, don't actually want to speak about the match itself. Uh, we Are we talking shouldn't. about the thing that you sent me? I
0: will do in a moment. Without mentioning the name of the person who did it, we should actually
1: talk about the game first. Um, All right. Because you and Jack were a lot more annoyed than I were, and it's not because that uh, I don't care or anything. It was because if if you sort of gauged the way I was speaking to you last week, this time last week, I was I was hinting towards that this might be a bit of a damp squib. And that it might not be everything that we cracked it up to be. I, I said several times that the club might not think of this match in the same esteem that we do. Well, you were right though. I mean, and that's exactly what happened. You,
0: the, the thing is about that though is that you, you, you're right, and at the time I knew you were right. But it's it's still the derby, and it's still no matter how you look at it, and what, how whatever context you apply you, you apply to the game, whether you go oh, it's a league card game, fuck it, it's still our shirts against theirs, our fans against theirs. Yeah, it's absolutely. still a North Island Derby. And so um, I don't mind how people approach that. And it's it's up to the individual fan, of course it is. But for some, you just it's very hard to, to just... It, would, it doesn't really matter. He went when Leicester... I mean, it was the FA of When Leicester beat at Lane in, in January, it annoyed me, but maybe for half an hour. That was... It's It's just... I don't know. I, yeah, I didn't. I think
1: I think, I, think no. I dealt with it a bit better because I could see yeah, you it coming. dealt with it better. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I could see it coming, and I, I was obviously annoyed on the night. And yeah. how Matthew Flamini suddenly turned into Messi for ninety minutes. I'll, I'll never. know. That was the worst bit of it. Yeah, that was just um, but this the, the thing is for us it was it was only small margins that took that game away from us had we played our first choice goalkeeper rather than our second choice goalkeeper they wouldn't have likely scored either of the goals that they had Um, because the second goal as well as it was struck it wasn't right in the corner it wasn't it wasn't, a you know, a, a world class volley. It was just. It was also well, an error from
0: the centre half that none of us wanted to see playing as well. Yeah, um. Fa-
1: yeah, Fazio did not cover himself in any glory, and and it gave a, it was sort of gave Vimmer a, a bad time of it as well because he, he had to sort of overcompensate for the man he was playing next to, and there was no secret in the summer that we were trying to get rid of Fazio. So the fact that we were trying to push somebody out of the door so actively, and then we're playing them in what is our biggest game of the season so far was, you know, it didn't add up. I don't want to do any disrespect to Carabag, but perhaps Vorm and Fazio should have been playing in that fixture rather than this one, because it was, you know, you, you sort of picked the wrong odd player here and there. And, Vorm especially, for that second goal, his footwork was non-existent. He didn't move his feet when... You could see where Flamini was and you could see the sort of angle that he had, but he was over to the other side of his goal and he never took any steps across. It was really poor basic goalkeeping. Um, well, both of them. And the first one is just,
0: like, basic rule of goalkeeping. If you, if you can't ha- if you can't hang on to something, it goes away from your goal. You don't palm it back into your six-yard box. Yeah. You know, because you just... I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I'm wrestling I'm, I'm to blame either of the, the centre-backs. They, they shouldn't have to cover for a rebound, but you can't, you know, at any level, you can't just sort of pour it back straight from where it came. And that's, that's you know, and, and Laura says both of them. Yeah. You're, you're quite right.
1: Um, but the the, re- the reaction to the game that I was on about, um, there was one tweet in particular that, that somebody had retweeted onto my timeline um, yeah. that I just completely missed the point. It seemed that it wasn't just this one tweet. There was a series of, of not of articles and little snidey digs and stuff in it. It happened mainly after we'd beaten Manchester City where people were sort of mocking the fact that people were annoyed that the that squad had been rotated for a derby game when it worked out so favourably for us against Manchester City. And although there is you know, truth behind that, that obviously rotating the best players and allowing them to play in the Premier League was probably something that helped us, it doesn't really contextualise what the game means on Wednesday. I, I, I don't think I'm wrong in saying that people, if they were given the choice even now, to swap the two results would quite happily do so.
0: I think um, I, I was talking to... Martin Cloak about this and he made a really good point about it in that like the decision to rest players on Friday on on, on Wednesday night didn't guarantee a win on Saturday and similarly you know I mean what's being forgotten is we, we could we probably should have won that game on Wednesday anyway um but I remember you you sent me a link to that tweet which was it was a kind of snarky written in block capitals piss take of anybody that, that was kind of upset at what they perceived to be a, not a, a throwing of the derby but a, a kind of um, a half-hearted attitude towards it. And I yeah, hate that. It had no understanding I of the the sort that. of You don't take the piss out of people who value the Derby. No. It, because it had in, no and especially of without Well this is the thing and without meaning to like alienate anyone in the audience, this is someone that because of their geographical um, location Probably doesn't go to Whitehall Lane very much, and, and that's fine because neither I don't do I. Think
1: I, the, I don't think the guy that was tweeting it was even a, a Tottenham fan. I think he was just. No, he it, is. So. He is. He is a Tottenham fan. But I mean, yeah, and that,
0: that's what what's what really wound me up in that you, you just. I You can't.
1: I didn't even know he was. I, like, even from. Because I've not seen much of the person. Um. Because I can't even remember who it was now. I keep saying the person, but I don't genuinely don't well, remember. Well, no, it's not fair to name them. It's not, um, it's not somebody I even follow. It was just somebody. It was just a tweet that I saw that was reflective of a of a series of things I'd read. Um, so I shared it with you and Jack just because I was like, hey, this, this, you know, it's a it's a one eyed view of a, a very three dimensional subject, and it's it well, t- it, it actually, it was it was
0: very. It, you're you're right, but also it was a. It was a very modern view of the game and that kind of, oh, it's all it's all about fourth place and league points. Yeah, and you almost think, no, yeah, the league
1: game over beating It can't us
0: always them. just be that. It can't be so surface deep because, you know, you've got to remember, if you're going to do that, if you're going to snark from afar, you got to remember that sort of football is about the rivalry. It's not about fourth places or qualifying for continental trophies. It's about, you know, we all we'll remember what it's like when you go to school, when you're, when you're eight or nine, you go to school and you take the piss out of your Arsenal friends, or vice versa. It, it's it, that's where it starts, you know. And and you can't just, yeah, you know, what? I, I I maybe it's maybe it shined with that kind of the resentment I have towards the direction the game is heading in. But it was just so, it was so snide and modern and like just
1: in any sort of self-awareness. It
0: pissed on sort of the principles of the game and also on something. Uh, Arsenal against Tottenham is is a uh, is one of the core rivals within the English game, and there's a lot of very important history within that fixture. And, and just to go, yeah, well, fuck it. Yeah, I, I don't I'm not going to uh, anybody of anything, but just like if you don't properly get the rivalry, maybe don't talk about it at all. I mean, it's just that. I, 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 I kind of, I'm glad I saw what you sent me, but I, I kind of wish I hadn't because it wound me up probably. Yeah, I just, I, the thing is, off. though,
1: had it been any other opponent on the Wednesday night, and had the results gone the same way, then you'd have been perfectly within your right to, so, you know, say that oh, the rotation policy here worked. You can see what happened, but there are exceptions there. There are there are some things that you have to, re, you know, amend your priorities for. And I don't think that was at all recognised, and and I don't want to pick on the one block specifically because, as I say, there was several things that once I'd clicked on a few hashtags and seen a few tweets that sort of went along that line, almost you know, the almost suggesting that the Manchester City result, fantastic although it was, as, as happy as it made me, and it was wonderful. We're not we're not saying yeah, it, wasn't. It, it, it was it doesn't bad. detract from the fact that they'd lost a perhaps even more important game only a few days beforehand uh, through yeah. nothing. More than you know, negligence because there's no footballing reason as to why we should have lost that match, and that that makes it even more disappointing. I remember all those years where we would lose to Arsenal because they were demonstrably the much better side. Yeah, we
0: just took it year after year after year from that group of players. You had you, and, and you, you had no
1: other option, um, but yeah. now because there is a level playing field, whenever we play them or they come to our place. For us to not give it our best shot is, um,
0: or even Wait, I, I'll give you an example. You remember the the the, the season, um, the season when we, we we did finish fourth and we we went um, to the Champions League qualifying stage. The game in the in the in the um, in the lead in in the um, uh, in the the run into the season. Obviously, we, we beat Arsenal at the lane. and I remember watching that game and when after that result and after that game finished. Your first instinct was, "We've beaten Arsenal, not oh, we're still going to finish fourth. The rivalry transcends the kind of the end result, the, the sort of the, the the destination. It's more important, um, and that doesn't make anyone a small-time fan. And, and you know, it, it just
1: that game as well came just after we'd lost in the FA Cup semi-final to Portsmouth. Yeah, well. which was so just it was even a... better. It was the exactly. Danny Rose goal. Um, it was. It's it was the a Bale perfect goal storm. as well. Yeah. Um, And I think it was the first time in a league we'd beaten him for a a stupidly long time.
0: Well, uh, it's just the the day that I stopped caring about that fixture is really the day that I stopped being a fan, I think, because it's just, it's such a part of it. Yeah, the
1: one thing I would say is perhaps that. Maybe now that this mistake has been made, or perhaps a slight misunderstanding as far as the coach and you know the team are concerned, um, where that fixture is concerned, I don't think it's something they're going to be you know confusing again, um, especially in the league if they if they were to ever rotate or not play Lloris if available. Um, against them, then I mean we we speak all the time about how Larice is our best player by a country mile. He needs to be playing in those type of games. I mean, mm. it is a local derby, and your club captain isn't there. It's it doesn't add up properly. Um, and you know, Vorm isn't a terrible goalkeeper, <laughs> but he's not in the same league as Hugo Laris. And you 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 remove one of your biggest routes to success when you don't play him. Um, so that was that was a, a gripe, but I think we've we've covered that game with a suitable level of uh, of disdain.
0: Yeah, I I, I it just I, I don't I don't mind on which I don't really mind on which side of the the fence people fall. And I also you know I'm not necessarily someone that I, I, I didn't I, I know there were people who did this, but I didn't you know rant at the manager afterwards and sort of call for him to be sacked and we'll call him a disgrace or anything. I just think I just I'm really against the idea of, of anyone belittling someone who values the rivalry values of North London Derby because that is the that's, core yeah, that's of why being a Tottenham fan. That is, you know, and that's not, you know, I also, I really dislike the sort of the, the, the small fan of cup final accusation from within the fan base. Okay, when Arsenal fans do it, they're entitled to because that's the rivalry again. But, it, you can't, yeah, you, um... I
1: can tell you're getting annoyed because I can hear you bashing your keyboard really loud.
0: No, I'm not bashing... No, that you sound like an animal. Um, no, I'm, I'm just trying to sort out my microphone wires and my headphone wires. They've got tangled. Um, I, I, I just, um... It, it It saddens me that... The sort of... That that is... That's been lost on people, that's all,
1: I think. If we're, if we're a bit more cheery with the Manchester City game... <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah. Everything sort of fell into place, didn't it?
0: It did. It was, um... It felt that the last hour of that game was sort of the the, the end product of, of what what felt like the end product of what Pochettino has been trying to achieve for quite a long time, and we've seen it in snippets. And actually, we, we've typically seen it in games against um, uh, high-caliber opponents. But it was just when they because happens, those
1: games are a bit more open as well, aren't they? There's actually I think so. They come play. after us,
0: and that plays into our hands tactically when they do that. We we we, we try and we try and steal the ball and flip into a break as quickly as possible. And teams that are progressive are always more susceptible to that as an approach. Um, but I just, there are other things like I the, the result was great. The goals are great. I, I loved how hard we worked as well. I loved the effort. And I, um, it's, we we're actually recording this on Tuesday. And um, last night, Gary Neville did a very interesting piece about how, um, uh, how many sprints per game our players are doing and how many times we've um, We've outrun opponents this season. I think we're we're joint top of that little mini league, having been I think down in seventeenth when Pochettino arrived. It just it is that kind of um, statistic kind of portrays just what a, what a change in attitude there's been, and it's so satisfying to see it come to life and to, to see it bear bear fruit in the in the form of points.
1: It's because they're all young players. They're all buying into it. Um, yeah, they're all. Working as a team, and there's there's obviously a cohesive plan there, and we've said many times, and we've been called out many times um, over the fact that we've we've pointed out rather than being negative about draws or, or results that haven't been great, or you know performances that seem lethargic at the time, by saying that there's obviously hints of things to come there. There's obviously you know a threatening of the side to put in a performance like this one and blow somebody off of a good caliber away. Um we you know, p- people don't tend to to immediately go for the positives, but when you you have to talk about it every week, you sort of have to try and, you know, look for uh, for better things than you would if you were just, you know, firing off a series of tweets when the game had finished.
0: Well I, I think also now there's this, this culture within our fan base where if you're positive about things you're seen as a sort of happy clappy type and we're not a negative podcast and That's not
1: not something we've ever come to design, though. If there was something that was realistic with it, it's just like something that was so terrible that it did require us to be negative about the club. And it's not like we don't ever uh, hold them to task if something were, you know, against taste or anything like that. If they were if they were doing something that was utterly reprehensible, it's not like we would sit there and and support it regardless. uh, It's never uh, been, you know, there's never been a conversation between you or I or or, or myself and Jack that. In the face of everything, we should be positive. It's just our natural nature as fans. That's why we do this together. Is because we we see eye to eye without really forcing it.
0: Exactly, uh, and you know what? When in, in and there's little detail in that as well. And that you know, you'd be positive about the system, and you know, you you can talk about you know whether whether it's matured into something successful or not. The kind of the progress which has been made by the coaching staff, but also the little things like you know, seeing Eric Lamella put in the kind of performance that we've talked about hypothetically so often and thinking but the sad thing was Jack missed it actually because he was um, he was away on a, on a on a stag in Barcelona um watching Neymar sky penalty, which is fun um but it was the kind of performance where we go, yeah that's what we love you know it's not working out well if he did this and maybe next time if he does that it will go better it was an actual yeah well played, standing ovation when you come off kind of moment and it was great.
1: Yeah, um, if we, we we go through the players that played well, I think our back five as a defensive unit, as a whole, are uh, joint best in the league, and you can't argue yeah. with that. You can't go around <laughs> changing anybody there. Toby Aldovaro got his first goal.
0: And he's, um, uh, I tell you, I, as weeks go past, I like him as a player more more and more. I mean, he just, he's, he's great. I love his, I, as a player, obviously, yes, but his attitude as well. I mean, he made that error right at the beginning of his career against Stoke when he got, um, when he gave away the penalty against um, on the inside of uh, right on the on the on the touchline, um, but he's you would never know that's happened because some players that would that would cause some kind of reticence and a, a little bit of self doubt, but he's just. He's been immense in almost every game he's played for us.
1: Yeah, he's definitely a, a settling factor in the defence yeah. and somebody that is well worth the money that we paid for him and all the yeah. effort and things. And you can see why the club went to, to such lengths for that signing. And it's um, it's nice to see a settled unit because we've had so many occasions where everyone's been swapping out. Even when we've had great defences, it's included injured players and things. I mean, the, probably the last defence that is comparable to this one is when we had Woodgate and King. And that's almost... A, the pair of them just couldn't, you know, ever play a full season together or something like that. Whereas, touch wood that is hopefully something we might be able to see out of these back five.
0: I just, I think, um, I think what's nice about them is they—they're all—they're um, all very good defenders. They're narrowed down to just a T center they're both very good defenders, but they're also really good footballers. I mean, there was—I um, forget who it was, you, but. Aldevar, not to like sixty. Uh, do you remember the, the part you, you mentioned it all the time? Actually, the, the the past Dawson used to play the kind of um, the, the the long diagonal to whoever was playing on the left side yeah. years ago. You yeah, well, does that, but it just with refinement. And he, I mean, he put it on a six. Point, I think it might have been for Son or Chadley or someone, but it was just like um, he's got. We know Vatongen can bring the ball out of the defense and he can actually beat a player and he becomes, you know, valuable when he carries the ball. But, you know, to have two of those players who do that, but who can also defend, they're not kind of, they're not the centre-back equivalent of Glenn Johnson. They're not players who, yeah, you know, you're, you're kind of just a winger. They're not frustrated um, midfielders. They're just really good defenders who have that extra flourish to their game. And I love that because that, that kind of, that, that taps into part of our culture. We are a footballing side, um, habitually. And they are footballing center halves, so It's very neat. They're clearly have,
1: very happy playing together. Yeah, right? a
0: lot of chemistry between the two of them, which is nice. Instantly, which is uh, it's it's such a weird thing for us to talk about. For for, for us to, have to be, you know, we're not talking about um, our defensive frailties. We're talking about when we when we're discussing a win over Man City. The first thing we talk about is the defence. How, how weird is that? That's such a rare. Privilege, <laughs> yeah. Spurs fan,
1: yeah. um, the Lord of
0: Defence, and, and for not just to be, oh, yeah, didn't Lloris make a lot of saves? Because that's usually what we mean by good defending, whereas, you know, actually we defend quite well structurally now.
1: Yeah, they, they obviously scored first, but that was offside, as was two of ours, at least. Um, including the sun, they should have just thrown in the sun goal as well, so that we got around five. Because yeah, fine. if the, if, you, if we're not playing off sides for the day, son even looked over to the to the linesman as if to go. I, th- I thought this wasn't a thing today. Um,
0: <laughs> he was still smiling. Yeah, but,
1: um, he picked Charlie's pocket. <laughs> yeah. it was, um you know, it, it's. I don't think they're they're too. Con- I don't think we only won. Because of the offside goals, or, not so. not or not. I think the the fact that City had players missing was perhaps a factor. But I think had they played that, had that had they put in that performance regardless in the second half they would have won perhaps it wouldn't have been by such a big margin but it was a winning performance i mean we've we've done that to manchester city before um yeah. when we did beat them 3-1 um so got it's behind that day as well exactly so it's yeah. it's not the first time we've done this we we do have this sort of ability in our back pocket to do so but it's yeah, nice you know, to see though, this young side do it.
0: It, 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 it absolutely right but you know when people talk about oh they have players missing well their first goal, the two players combined to break us open who cost more than our entire back five, I don't have any sympathy. I mean, you, this is the thing. When, when I'm, I've been reading over the last couple of days, Leo Messi got injured at the weekend for Barcelona, who's supposedly now out for eight weeks. And there's a whole load of articles about, oh, you know, here's how Barcelona are going to compensate for, for Messi's absence. And he's saying, I don't know, maybe when we start with Neymar and Suarez. Just thinking, I don't have... that. That kind of approach doesn't have um doesn't hold any interest in me with me because i i i There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. You know, De Bruyne is a £50 million player. Sterling's a £49 million player. Torre was 30 There's Aguero up front. You know, it's it just, it, it's not a valid excuse. We, we were still badly outmatched on a talent basis and we still won. And I, I just don't, I don't see it as any kind of mitigation whatever. I know David Silver is, is probably the finest player Man City have ever had. And I know that Vincent Company is, by some distance, their best centre half. But it's still, I, I don't accept an asterisk as a result of that. You just you have such a huge artificial advantage anyway that there's just no and I'm not directing this at Man City fans because they've actually been very uh, magnanimous uh, you know and, and, and being um, very generous with their praise for Tottenham but sort of the the best narrative is a kind of oh yeah Tottenham won but offside injuries like how many times have we gone to Manchester and been absolutely done by an official yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an emotional state this week
1: no I I enjoyed that run I think. I think the codeine's working for you.
0: Yeah, well it's maybe yeah. I, I it just it annoys me. There's always a. there's always a, a, a but. There's always um
1: if we talk about our midfield
0: Is this you directing me away from the run?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um Eric Dyer and yeah. uh Delia Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh I think combined age of less than yours. Um <laughs> they they're they're fantastic, aren't they? I mean they actually they're not
0: far off. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna laugh, but no. Um
1: they're oh, great. Yeah, Deli Ali, uh, just he has freedom to push above um, when he's deeper and he's harder to track for defenders there. Eric Dyer just he, I think because he's a sophisticated footballer um, because he has the awareness of the position he's in. Um, and he, he sort of was able to watch and read the play around him and has almost adapted to that position almost as a centre-back but just higher up the field the way in which he plays it because he's not, you know, he's he's not a natural defensive midfielder but he's he's sculpted himself to play there and he's doing really well, he's, I mean, he's... he's Ball retention's fantastic. He's Mm. bursting forward at the right time. The goal he scored was, you know, him picking up a a loose ball and and driving it fantastically back into you know where it came from off the
0: post. When that kind of thing happens, when Eric Dyer scores from third, yeah, you kind of know you're going to win the game. I think you just go, yeah, it's going to be one of those days, isn't it? Just ridiculous.
1: But um, yeah, he's he's taken to that fantastically, Um, Um. and and there's a pairing. They seem to have a good understanding because. We've spoken about this worker and how much they're running, but they actually work for one another within that. Um, there's never a time where Eric Dyer is defending alone. Delia Lee will be back with him and helping and, and shielding and, and harrying other players. And just that, that ability as a collective is fantastic to see. I think the only weakness that we see at all is perhaps when, if we push up a band of midfield, when Christian Eriksen swaps with Son. Or Lamella on a wing, he is perhaps the weakest out of all of them at actually being a. Um, he's a less impressive
0: athlete than all of them, I think. Naturally, he does he I mean, It's, not as, he do, works it's, hard yeah, it's not as if
1: he doesn't try. It's just that no, he's he, not as effective defensively. As it's he. just not his
0: thing, though. It's something that he's had no. to learn. Right, I think that the rest of them, they're all more impressive. You know, if took, in, in terms of you know how quickly they get about the pitch, they're all more impressive than he is. Even if he does put in the effort, it's just not. What he does really. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean,
1: Son doesn't stop running at all. He's got a fantastic engine.
0: That's been the best part of him, Raj. You just think he's a £20 million player. He's come in and he works as hard as anybody. And it hasn't, there hasn't been like a, um, a lead up to that. He hasn't needed, say, two or three months to sort of get used to the way Pochettino wants him to play. He's come into the team and from day one, he has worked his balls off. I think it's just so laudable. Yeah,
1: I mean, and not anything against the man at all, but. I remember when we had Rafa van der Vaart and there was a period where he would be asked to play on the wing. I think he even came out to the press and said, if you're playing Rafa van der Vaart, you don't expect me to trap back. And there is an attitude in that elite of player that they are too good to do things. Yeah, And it's a struggle that Jose Mourinho often has with players. That's why Juan Mata's not at Chelsea anymore. That's why, you know, Cuadrado and, and Salah aren't there anymore because they don't do... That, you know, they don't get their hands dirty in the manner that he wants them to. And Pochettino's getting out of players. I mean, Eric Lamella is he was fantastic, he didn't stop, he was intercepting, he was in everyone's faces. He, he's he, a little bit of a hatchet man in a
0: way, Lamella, isn't I, he? Yeah, he, he? He loves to tackle. We
1: said this last time, he's, he's he properly loves getting his uh getting in yeah. there and. and you know, a little cheeky digs as well with his leg. Like yeah. he'll leave it in a bit too far, and he'll make sure that he's he's hit somebody's knees and and you know, yeah. he's got some shin with his foot when okay. he can. I, I tell you
0: what, I, the one the only I, if we're talking about sort of mild concerns, Deli Ali's tackling technique needs um needs some work, needs some refinement, I think, because he 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 also looks like he loves to tackle, but in a kind of Paul Skulls way at the moment. Yeah, um, he um that that's a red card waiting to happen. Um, yeah. Just but uh yeah, other than yeah.
1: That. So apart from when Ericsson's on a wing <laughs> and the fullbacks are slightly exposed on either side, um then we're fine because
0: you, you know, I, I something I was I rewatched the game on Sunday morning and um I um what's nice about that midfield is there's a purpose. I mean previously we we've been okay at ball retention depending on who we've got in that area, but the ball doesn't go anywhere quickly enough. Um or at least it doesn't progress in in a way that's particularly productive. But I think with that that dire Ali combination, there's a okay. It's not perfect, and it neither is it. Neither would you expect it to be given that it's one player learning a new position and one plays having a first season in the Premier League. But it's sort of you can see what they're trying to do, and I think that's always the way to look at football. Not necessarily does it work, but are they trying to do something which makes sense? And I think that's really what they are trying to do. And you're seeing Ali. You know, Dyer does a really good job holding and, and you know, protecting defense, but Ali is also willing to go you know, further up the pitch and, and be the extra man in attacking areas and create you know, either drag space away from um, a Harry Kane or a Lamella or a Son, or you know, get on the board himself and try and influence the play in that area. And I think that's just um, that's a really good formula, really encouraging.
1: Harry Kane as well. There was an awful mm. lot of talk on 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 B, was it Sky BT? I can't remember which one it was on. But there's a lot of talk about whether or not he's a number ten or a striker. I think it was on. Um, it I was Rud really it wasn't match it? Match of the day as well, yeah. yeah. Um, and there was there were talk as if they they wanted him to drop deeper. And we yeah. we know from when he first broke into the side in that position that that's something he can do. But my concern is with the current makeup of the squad is. If you're dropping Kane deeper and not playing him, playing him as our number nine, you're actually detracting from other areas of the field because Christian Eriksen plays there, and that's yeah. where Lamella can float into. And he just doesn't have the, you know, we don't have the ability to play him there because we don't have any. We don't have the goals to replace his input. No, exactly. No, uh,
0: yeah. Well, I, I, the thing is, is, I think that um, I think this it's a point which is based on some fa- some sound logic because one of the, the unappreciated parts of Kane is. He is quite a good playmaker. I mean, we've seen it already this season. You know, he, he is capable of dropping passes in over the top and, you know, of, of finding space with his distribution. But that isn't as valuable as what he does in the penalty box itself.
1: The thing that helps him now as well is the fact that he's got a player like Deli who's willing to push yeah. on beyond him and plays either side.
0: And Clinton, to be fair, because I thought he did quite well when he yeah, came on.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss him in a second. But. Oh, okay. um, Kane, when he when he comes deeper, he's got the players who are willing to push on him, which wasn't always happening last season, because Ryan Mason was slightly more tentative last year than he than he's shown this year of getting into the box, um, because that that allows Kane a bit more time and a bit more space, and he's got that in his back locker. I mean, one of my favourite things he did last year was a pass against Manchester United at home to Ryan Mason. It wasn't even one of those goals. It was that a pass where he wasn't even looking, but he split an entire defence mm. from quite a distance out with, with one perfectly weighted pass. And it's just it's those little moments that show you that he's not a one-season wonder and that he actually is somebody with a certain amount of class and mouse to his game. Um, but he did, rightly, um, pick up on Clinton and G, who came on. And he as well, doesn't stop running either, he's just as sprightly and just as committed as everyone else, we'd seen it when he first came on and won the ball back in his last performance, but this one, that run down the right where, you know, there was the... He um, did uh, collar off on the touchline. Who's been probably the best full-back on his side all year, you know, a good touch on his chest, Uh, City, I think City had the best um, defensive record in the league before this and and most amusingly, this was their um, biggest defeat since being bought out. So it's their biggest defeat since actually becoming a competitive side. If we're telling the truth, um, is that right? Yeah. So since 2008, when they um, when they became Manchester City of now, um, great right, yeah. yeah, this is the 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 most their ass has been handed to them. Um, and Clinton and G contributed to that. I mean, he, he absolutely did him with a grit. You know, chest control and uh, flicked Just it. Past rolled, him. rolled around the
0: side of him, which, yeah. which, given that Clinton and Jay is not the biggest guy and the Colorob yeah. is over six foot.
1: He looks really stocky though, doesn't he? He's yeah, quite wide. He's power. Um, and he he, um, he burst past him, and the ball into Lamelo's perfect. And although he took his time dancing around the keeper, who, who wasn't great, Caballero was a bit at fault for the uh, Aldoero gold specifically because he was absolutely nowhere. Um, but he did. He did really well. I mean, do you want to do you want to see him start against Monaco? Yeah, it's a tough one. I.
0: I mean, I. I um. I think so because I, I. I. think. I think maybe out of just curiosity, I want to see what he can do from the start of a game. Um. And on the basis that we've got to go to Swansea, on Sunday, I, I don't really. I don't really. Given given what he produced over the weekend, I don't really want Lamella playing another full game, or you know, even necessarily having to travel. Um and I, I would like to see us rest a few guys. I I don't also I don't really think the moniker what they were. I don't think they necessarily have to be fair, and I don't really think they demand the full side. Um I think that's definitely another occasion for a you know a, a vorm, uh Vimmer, you know, Daro fazio maybe. Um I, I would I'd like to see at least sort of seven or eight changes. Yeah, and I I, I would I, I just I wanna see I, I wanna see what I mean about we we've seen what in Jay does. Or Clinton was supposed to call him does without the ball, but I haven't really had much of an opportunity to see him with it, or to see what he does with goal scoring opportunities. And I'm I'm just curious.
1: Yeah, there is there is that to it. Um, If
0: we and I think he's done it. He's he's come in. He's 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 done. He hasn't done anything wrong in his in his game so far. Um. So so why not give him the chance to um to start? Certainly leave Kane off the pitch. I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you, what what are you expecting from Monaco then? Um, have you seen any of them of them recently? Because I mean the headlines are all obviously that they've got a, a lot of money, but that's not really coming to fruition too much with them.
0: No, they have still got good players there. I, I mean, um, uh, um I Bernardo Silva I expect will start for them. Um, he's kind mm-hmm. of um sort of a roaming playmaker playmaker type. Any, anyone who watched the m Twenty One Championships over the summer will remember him because he was. Uh, He's just uh, a very, very gifted footballer. He he reminds me a little bit of... um, uh, Most people remember when we played um, Werder Bremen in the Champions League and Marco Marine absolutely destroyed us. Um, He reminds me a little bit of what Marco Marine promised to turn into at one point. He's that sort of very silky, gifted, creative type and he's a good player. But they've obviously... They've lost Kondogbia, they've lost Kazawa, who I I think is going to be... a I mean, I've only seen Blade Tioff twice, but he just looked really impressive as a fullback. Um, he's gone. Um, I think, well, Berbatov's obviously been released. They're not. Uh, Monaco a really funny one because they looked at this one point as if they were going to become. It's easy to say, oh, the next PSG. But, you know, they they, they were building such a, a young, promising squad. And, and um, I think Abenoir went to um, Valencia. Is that right? Possibly. I think so. He, he's definitely left the club, so he's not there either. Um, so they're, they're kind of, you know, they um, and Martial, of course. So they, 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 they sort of, they are a very wealthy club, and they have the ability to sort of, you know, be a be a threat in Europe. But they almost, they're not behaving like one. They're they're, they're almost a selling club now. They, they look like a second tier club, and and uh, I had a look through their squad. Um, before we came on and you know that that that's reflected in in the composition of players. It's nothing to be fair at all. Um as long as we're sensible and careful and and uh and we don't um we don't pick too weak a side, then we should be fine.
1: Yeah. I mean you'd rotate the majority of it. There's a chance as well, um a couple of the injured players are are, are you know, crawling their way back to full fitness. So you could Play Loris or Vaughan, that's either way. I'd like to see Pritchard play. Yeah, you know, if you went for a backfire of Trippier, Vimmer, Fazio, Rose, and then you had what Tom Carroll in front with mm. Bentaleb or Mason if one of them's fit and Pritchard just in front, and then you've got Townsend, Clinton, and uh, Chadley in front of that.
0: Yeah, I, I would play, um, I mean, I'll i, I, would, I would give Clinton a run through the middle, yeah, because you, you play seen Clinton through the middle with, with yeah, Townsend Chadley, to the right yeah.
1: and Chadley to the left.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's exactly the team I play. Um, but I, um, yeah, they're not a mug team, Monaco. I mean, you saw, I know it's a different set of players, but you saw what they did. I mean, they they still have Martinho there. I mean, you know, I think Thule is still there. I mean, they're, they're, they're not a bad team. But they're, um, yeah, they're not, um, it's not like going to play PSG, which I think was the association for a lot of people. Kind of, they don't hold anything like that kind of power.
1: Is this a, a one where a draw would be a good
0: yeah, you take the draw because we, you know you, you just. I think I think the, the road through the sort of the, the group stages of the Europa League is is you a club in our position. I mean, I, I Anlekt are gifted and I fancy them to actually beat us in Anderlecht in, in Belgium. But I think if we can take four points off Monaco, six off Carabag, and maybe three off off we'll be fine. So it's just really when you go away from home, it's just a question. Nothing silly happening, and uh, yes, of course you take a point there. Yeah.
1: Matt, our Swansea fan, isn't available today, which is why he isn't on. And we don't really know any other Swansea fans, so we'll wait for Matt later on in the season to speak about his club. But they've been reasonably impressive. They lost away way to Southampton this last weekend, but Gary Monk's making a very big name for himself. It's, it seems like a straight shootout between him and Pazu for the England job um, <laughs> in the summer when Hodgson, uh, inevitably, it sounds like now, goes. Um, unless he does some minor miracle in the Yarros. Um, but um, are you are you worried about this trip? We always seem to, even when we don't play well, beat them because they they come at us and they actually want to play football against us, and that seems to be their undoing.
0: Yeah, they're they're one of those teams that because of you know because of how much technical ability they have, they can always theoretically beat you. Um, I watched their game against Southampton, and the, there's been a really significant drop off in the last sort of two weeks in their play, and um, I mean they're, they're sort of the, their first maybe through their first four or five games, I mean, you, you saw how influential players like John Joe Shelby were, and Andre Ayers obviously had a very good start to to his career in England, but Jefferson Montero was tearing fullbacks apart at will on the left side. I don't think they're quite at that level at the moment. I'm not sure why that is. I, I'd have to, you know, I, I've seen I only, I think, three games in 90-minute versions, so I'm not really in a, in a place to judge. Um, but they're not, um, especially on midfield, actually. I noticed... Um, I noticed at Southampton that um, Jack Cork, who's a who's a player that, um, that I really read, I think is uh, I think it was a huge mistake for Southampton to let him go. But he was terrible. They looked very poorest in that part of the pitch, and I think given how we're playing in that area, I have a little bit there if we play in the right way. We won't be able to play in exactly the same way against them as we did against City because they're obviously a different side. But um, I don't know. I, th- I think we're we're good enough to go there and win it. I remember thinking. Towards, I, I I didn't have any faith in us to win this game last year. And obviously we did despite not really deserving to. But I think we're better placed to control what happens in this picture. Because last year kind of we were at the mercy of, you know, their profligate finishing, Larissa's goalkeeping, and Kristen Erickson turning up with a really good spinach at the end. Um we didn't actually play that well. But this year I think we um, I think we might have a little bit too much of them
1: okay if we um, if we run through a few listener questions to finish off as we always do we've had one in from bankrupt Spurs uh, back from the dead um, welcome brother uh, welcome back if you could force two Spurs players past and present, uh, or past or present, whenever you want, uh, to copulate and produce offspring, combining the best of both. Who would they be? Huh. I would. I would personally add. I would splice together Rose and Davies, because then that would just get rid of <laughs> get rid of the argument, get rid of that argument, and that uh, that headache that people have every week of why is he playing, why is he not playing, and we would have a fantastic left back, and then we can you know buy somebody else to blame to play second fiddle. I would splice
0: Dawson and King. I would tell. I would. I would harvest. Uh, harvest Dawson's limbs, and give them to Ledley. Can you imagine fully fit Ledley King?
1: Michael Dawson wasn't always fully fit though. He had some bad injuries.
0: No, but not in the same sort of Ledley. He yeah, he broke broken an ankle when playing for England, but it wasn't quite the same. I mean, you'd Ledley want King.
1: you'd want to pick somebody like Zanetti or Maldini, because they they hardly ever were injured.
0: They, well, I I'm obviously missed Javier Zanetti's spell at Spurs.
1: Oh yeah, um, they're not Spurs players. They're are. not Spurs players. Oh,
0: yeah. um, sorry, sorry, yeah. So <laughs> I obviously, I, I wasn't paying enough attention through that era. Clearly. Do you
1: not remember the Zanetti net Oh, Maldini,
0: Christ, that 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 time, yeah. It
1: was in the uh, early nineties. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> On loan. Yeah. As a young unknown Argentinian. Yeah. No, I missed Nobody that. Nobody
1: really remembers it. It wasn't. No, clearly. I'll, I'll go back.
0: I'll I'll search through my old season reviews see if I can find it. Yeah, gotta that, get a VHS. Was that, one that one. last
1: season of Division One when Leeds won before I became? The
0: <laughs> um, we all told Javier Zanetti he was shit. Probably, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Um, never amount to anything.
1: Spurs memory man eighty one um, says: Now that we're out of the League Cup, what is our best chance of success this season? Um, if, if, what do you think it is? Europa League. What do you think we can win? The Europa League.
0: Uh, well, well I, I think we have a theoretical chance. I think that if we can once we get through the, the green The
1: Europa League is more likely than the FA Cup.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay. Okay. I just I just
0: don't think that um I, I d I don't know. I just I, I think that uh I just don't it's hard to quantify. I just I once we get to sort of I always feel a little bit nervous about our cup participation in sort of January and February because we're always balancing so many different things so we do usually go through in the Europa League the Premier League is still there. Okay, they, I mean, most most of the time we're actually still involved in the League Cup, and that'll be different this year. But I, I think that um, if we were to come up against a City again, or a Man United, or a Chelsea, I think we'd probably struggle in the FA Cup. Whereas, you know, that I'm not going to do the Europa League as a service by saying that you know that, that the, the, the quality competition is a step down, but there are fewer of those calibre teams. And I, you know, we. Of the, of the sides who have knocked us out of the competition over the last few years, very few have been better than us. I mean, Severe were better than us when they did in in the Yol era when that, that ridiculous Stevie Bronco goal. Um, oh God, I forgot about that. What oh, was he doing ter- online? Oh man, it's awful. Um, I think and, uh, he kicked
1: himself, didn't he, before he kicked the ball? Just, I
0: don't know what he was thinking. But then you had. Oh, I like- forgot about that. Um Benfica won We still didn't ch- lose that much. We still equalised. Well, we went out and away goals though, didn't we? Yeah.
1: Aaron Lennon uh, uh scored, didn't
0: he? Uh, yes. Um and Jermaine Defoe. Right at the end, I think.
1: I think it was Lennon that equalised, but I think I think Dafoe scored before.
0: Yes, that might be right. Yeah. <laughs> um we you know, we when we went out to Benfica, they won better. Um Fiorentina certainly won better than last year. We should have we should have put them away in that first half an hour at wild lane. Um and I just um, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's, it all depends on who drops down another of the Champions League, but I think we. I, I and I also I don't think it's about whether we take it seriously. I just think whether we play well because we've always taken it quite seriously in the knockout stages. It's just that we've done stupid things or, or we went out to Basel the year, the year before Benfica and they weren't battling us either. They were just quite resilient um, and they knocked down penalties. You know, we're, um, we're a contender for it. I, I don't know the odds off the top of my head, but I'd be surprised if we're outside sort of the the, the top five favoured teams.
1: Okay. Um, we've had one from uh, Edward, who offers no more than Edward. Um, with the entire squad fit, uh, who would you pick to play in the five midfield spots for a big match? Um, like a Europa League final, can you include? You can include potential January signings. Well, potential January signings included. What would you? What would you go for? Javi Alonso. Yeah, put
0: De Rossi in there as well. Yeah,
1: mm. why not? Ronaldo um, on the left, Messi on the right. Uh,
0: Nine billion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, I. Uh, we like weren't it? being serious. Okay, well, I, I don't, I don't expect us to make any signings in the midfield in in, in January, um, but I will go, um, I go the side who started against Man City. At the moment, how can you argue with that?
1: You wouldn't perhaps um, see how Benteleb's form was. No, but I mean,
0: in theory, of course, but at the moment, that's that's all it is. I mean, you you, you want players who, off the right balance, and at the moment. Dyer is, whether this stays as the case or not, Dyer is our best holding player. Ali offers something a little bit more vertical than bent level Mason, um, and with a little bit more technique than Mason, certainly. And I don't think there can be much dispute over the front four.
1: No, I think our best front four... I think that's is, kind of set in stone, that front yeah, four. Yeah, front four, Kane at the top, Son on the left, Lamella yeah. on the right, Ericsson in behind. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how you
0: argue with that, really. Um, I see the merits of, of Chadley in certain situations, but... Um, yeah, I I, I don't. Um, I I think Bentaleb is probably is a more gifted holding player than Dyer will ever be, but he's not playing like it at the moment. So you have to be fair.
1: Yeah, I, if we could see Nabil Bentaleb regain his best form yeah, after fantastic. injury, that'd be that'd be. He, he's fantastic. a terrific
0: footballer, but he's just something not quite right there. This I mean, his
1: first dip after really coming yeah. to the side, isn't it? So well,
0: remember, he he's, he started. You know, he went to a. Into a World Cup. And an African Cup of Nations. Yeah, an African Cup of Nations. And and you know, we talk about how fatigued Harry Kane must be, but Ben Fleb had a, a hit the volume of football he's played is probably more um probably greater.
1: Yeah, I'd go along with that certainly. Um So you have to be a bit forgiving
0: of what's happening at the moment, I think.
1: Yeah, I think uh do you keep eating something? I'm eating raspberries, yeah. All right, um, Anthony Silva says, um, "Which current Spurs player would you have on the pod if they were all willing? If they were all willing, um, I don't know who would who would you like? Most interesting.
0: Um, I would. I mean, uh, language aside, nice I speak a little tiny, possible amount of Spanish. Uh, Eric Lamella would be interesting because I'd love to. Um, I'd love to. We could ask him anything. Well, we could do." With a translator,
1: that would make for great. No, his English is probably better. Well,
0: yeah, but it's, it's a perfect world. He's not coming on the pod he's anyway. Got, he's
1: got one of those really Argentinian deep voices as well. Does he? Because, he, yeah, his face doesn't look like he should have. Sh- he sounds as if he should sound like a pubescent, yeah. but he's doesn't. he he's got a really uh, off-putting deep voice. Like Cristiano Ronaldo. I remember the first time I heard oh, yeah. him
0: speak, I thought you were just going to be squeaky, and he was sort of deep and manly, which was weird. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: uh, I would like um I would like Hugo Lloris. Oh, he would be numbers, bright. Just... We, we we wouldn't even have to talk football with him. No, we we could just literally like turn the lights down, like low, talk, get some cigars out. Talk about
0: Off. Yeah. Larice watching.
1: yeah. Pour a few. Yeah. I bet Lloris could win Off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Smash the chocolate gato around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's uh <laughs> He's fantastic. I don't think there's anything he can't, but he's one of those annoying blokes that is, um, he can do everything and he's annoying. You know, one of those mates that the first time he tries something, he's cracking at it. I love that he's our captain.
0: Yeah. I just think he's, um, it's not obviously he's an outstanding goalkeeper, but he just, he has all the characteristics you want in a captain. He's just a good professional. Love it. It. Yeah, it seems so like a, he can uh, stay for as long as he wants seems like a, yeah
1: I'm not sure how much longer that's going to be he seems like a, a, a good man and a, a, he's definitely the best player at the club
0: yes by quite a long way he's, he's well.
1: probably the only player I would want to see play every single game that we're ever in just because yeah. it makes the side so much clearly better
0: he saves us a goal in every game he plays he's,
1: he's now got that you know there's a there's that thing that everyone always says about Ludley King is that whenever you saw his name on the team sheet, you felt like that extra bit more secure. And he's yeah. got that quality now. That's you know, There's not many players that have that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'd I argue that Lloris has had that from within maybe two three, two or three months of playing for the club. I mean, he had that sort of weird start where he was jostling for position with Friedel. Yeah, Friedel had
1: that weird consistent start record that AVB really didn't want to piss him didn't off on interrupt. Too
0: much. And then Luis had that strange back pass moment in the Europa. But then he he had that game away in Italy. Lazio. Lazio, when he was absolutely outstanding. And that was kind of from that point on, you just thought, yeah, this guy's a real deal. And real deal in the good sense, rather than the bad Twitter one.
1: <laughs> right. Um, is that the... We've covered everything now, haven't we? I
0: think so, mate,
1: yeah. What do we have to say at the end?
0: Well, let's make it something other than just the awkward silence that we started to do. Um,
1: <laughs> is this, is this just, not
0: a great uh, way? We don't have a signature sign-off. We, this is, again, Jack, Jack going away for a bit. Just,
1: Jack's the yeah. garnish that we need, isn't he? He sort of... Yeah. He, is, he does the... Yeah. He, he he flourishes. Otherwise, it's moment.
0: just this, you and I talking randomly until until we stumble upon an ending. Yeah. Right, well, fuck this and end it. It's like
1: a Leonard Cohen song, isn't it? It just goes on that little bit too long. <laughs> well, I don't have that very much
0: to do this afternoon. I'll just keep talking to Raj. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Well, we have spoken to each other for a good yeah three hours or something today, by now. Yeah,
0: it's been a long, long day. Yeah.
1: I'm just <laughs> gonna when I write down like my workflow, I'm just gonna start writing Seb on a Tuesday. Big capital letters. Yeah. That's it. Right. Um. If you wanna email us. Um, that's on the website which is rtrpod.com where you can listen to all the old episodes and whatnot and uh, Twitter's rtr underscore pod. Um, You can still uh, email or tweet us and ask us uh, stuff to do on our 100th episode which is fast approaching because we keep asking but we still haven't come up with a good idea or one that seems feasible or anything like that and um, it's just going to end up being me and you sat talking to each other at this rate. Um, which we we want to avoid as much as possible. Um, so we'll see. I had one good idea um, quietly between the three of us that we we could try and do. Um, that obviously I'm not going to say now because if we don't do it, then um, it seems a bit silly. But we've had one one possible idea um, which we could do, but it, it'll be quite time consuming. But we may do it just to mark the occasion. It only happens once in a hundred episodes. Um. That's about everything, isn't
0: it? I think that's it. Okay, yeah.
1: say goodbye. Bye.